This is the American Medical Association's COVID-19 Update podcast. This is part of an ongoing series featuring critical insights from the physicians and healthcare professionals on the front lines of the pandemic. Hello, this is the American Medical Association's COVID-19 Update. Today, I'm joined by the AMA's immediate past president, Dr. Susan Bailey, an allergist and immunologist in Fort Worth, Texas to discuss a statement released earlier this week by nearly 60 major medical organizations, including the AMA, in support of COVID-19 vaccine mandates for all healthcare workers and long-term care workers. I'm Todd Unger, AMA's Chief Experience Officer in Chicago. Uh, Dr. Bailey, there's been a lot of talk uh, this past week about vaccine mandates. Uh, and this announcement is specific to healthcare workers. I'd, I'd love it if you could just start by talking about why the AMA felt it was important to take this step. We have seen an incredible uptick in the number of cases and hospitalizations because of the Delta variant um, to COVID-19. And vaccination rates have really slowed down since they peaked in the spring. And we felt it was time to make that extra push and to go ahead and call for mandates for healthcare workers and for long-term care workers. You know, there's lots of precedent for this. Um, healthcare workers are used to being required to have influenza vaccines, uh, pertussis vaccines, hepatitis B vaccines, to be screened for tuberculosis every year. So this is really not that um, unusual a, uh, a requirement for healthcare workers. It's so important to keep our healthcare and long-term care workforce safe, but it's ultimately about patient safety and stopping the spread of the disease. Well, this statement was noteworthy, not only because of what it says, but also because nearly 60 healthcare organizations signed it. What's, talk about the significance of that. Um, you know, and is that unusual for this many healthcare organizations to come together around an issue like this? It is a very broad ranging coalition of healthcare organizations. And it is somewhat unusual to be able to pull something like that together so quickly. But I think it's because there is such strong feeling in the healthcare community about the importance of being vaccinated um, and signaling our readiness for these mandates. Um, it's, we've worked with other medical organizations, other healthcare organizations throughout the pandemic, but never a coalition quite this big. Well, Dr. Bailey, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had Dr. Adi Gao, uh, who is the uh, VP of our ethics team here at the AMA, talking about ethical considerations for the mandates as opposed to the, the legal side of things. I'd love to hear from you about your perspective on the ethics of vaccine mandates. The AMA Code of Medical Ethics has long held that we should put patients first. And part of doing that during a pandemic of communicable diseases, that physicians need to be immunized for those diseases in order to protect their patients. And the statement that we issued itself reads, this is the logical fulfillment of the ethical commitment of all healthcare workers to put patients as well as residents of long-term care facilities first and take all steps necessary to ensure their health and well-being." You know, this is important not only to stop the spread of disease, but to give extra protection to those who can't be vaccinated yet. That is the immunocompromised and 
children who don't qualify for the vaccine yet. Um, we believe that you know putting patients first is really the, the bedrock um, ethic here that we are following. That's very clear in that statement. Um, you know, there are some questions about uh, the, the EUA, that the vaccines are authorized under emergency use authorizations and a question about whether or not they should be mandated uh, before the full uh, approval by the FDA. Can you talk to that issue? Well, in a perfect world, uh, we'd be able to do that. But in a pandemic setting with the disease increasing so quickly, um, we believe that it is acceptable to mandate vaccines even under an EUA. But remember, the EUA that is for vaccines is incredibly close to the actual requirements for the biologics licensure um, authorization. So we feel that the science has been done. No corners have been cut. These vaccines are incredibly safe and effective. Hundreds of millions of them have been given in what is really the largest clinical study ever done. And so we believe that it's really not necessary to wait for what really amounts to an administrative bureaucratic you know, procedure to finish the paperwork in order to, to turn this pandemic around and um, get back under control. Well, Dr. Bailey, how do you hope a statement like this will impact our vaccination efforts overall in the short term and the long term? Our hope is, is that it will increase vaccination rates again. And since the statement has been issued, we have seen a dramatic uptick in the number of healthcare organizations, long-term care facilities, and really non-health related businesses uh, establish employee mandates for vaccination. So I'm hopeful that, um, that this is a, a trend that we are seeing to have more universal vaccination uh, across our population so we can get ahead of the Delta variant and get this pandemic behind us. You took care of the nation. It's time for the nation to take care of you. The AMA stood by America's physicians and patients during the pandemic, and we're not stopping there. We're fixing prior authorization, leading the charge on Medicare payment reform, supporting telehealth, fighting scope creep, and reducing physician burnout. It's time to rebuild, and the AMA is ready. To learn more about the AMA Recovery Plan for America's Physicians, go to ama-assn.org slash time to rebuild. Well, uh, you made uh, vaccine uh, information uh, and addressing misinformation a big part of your presidency and you're continuing your discussions around vaccinations. You know, how uh, you know, and how and can we address the importance of this kind of continuing vaccine, uh, vaccine education? There are still so many folks out there who really haven't heard the message yet that these vaccines are safe, that they're effective, and that they need to be given to everyone. In fact, I saw two patients just this morning um, whose mothers, young mothers, had not been vaccinated yet. And it was obvious that it just hadn't occurred to them. They're so busy with their kids that they hadn't really thought about themselves in terms of being vaccinated. 
And so I was able to have those discussions with them and hopefully uh, get them thinking that, yes, it's important for them too, even though they're young and healthy, because now that's what we're seeing in our hospitals is young and previously healthy individuals. The message has to be consistent, but it can be delivered in many different ways by many different people. And once again, we still are asking everyone, if you have questions, ask your doctor. It sounds like those folks have important people depending on them. And you know, as we've heard from doctors across the country, it's too late uh, if you're uh, in the ICU to get that vaccine. It's time to get it now. Dr. Bailey, thanks again for joining us and for your perspective uh, on this vaccine mandate. Uh, very, very important statement from the AMA and 59 other organizations uh, about uh, this issue. That concludes today's COVID-19 update. Dr. Bailey, we'll see you soon for another uh, discussion in the future. Uh, for more information on COVID-19, visit ama-assm.org slash COVID-19. Thanks for joining us. Please take care. This content was originally published as part of the AMA's COVID-19 daily video updates. Find the latest at ama-assn.org slash COVID update. Subscribe to other great AMA podcasts available wherever you listen to yours or visit ama-assn.org slash podcasts. Thank you for listening.